listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. I was reading an article, Alex Dyson, about the world's richest beggar. Just did you see this? No, I didn't. It seems like um, no band names that have like the opposites of something in them. Mm. Sounds like that. Well, this particular person, Bharat Jain, does some panhandling on the streets of Mumbai, right? Quite a wealthy city. I mean, if, I don't know if you've ever been there, but man, there's some mm. wild sky rises and there are some extremely fancy cars zipping around the streets of Mumbai. There's also heaps of slums, homelessness, etc. So mm-hmm. it's a really interesting dichotomy of mm, affluency. Anyways, this particular person, Bharat Jain, apparently begs every day mm. and takes home about 2,500 rupees, which works out to be $44 a day or $1,320 a month. And the article from news.com.au says, and he literally takes that home because he owns a luxurious two-bedroom flat and he also lets out two shops which pull in an extra $530 a month. So wait, he's a landlord mm. and he just goes for his day job begging. That's the thing. He treats it... You know, with the professional nature of any job, he does it hard, he does it well, and he brings home the bloody bacon. <laughs> but how ethical is Is he putting on a begging costume to go out and beg? Or is he just like, this is my job, and I'm going to wear the clothes that I normally wear? And Okay, now you're starting to discriminate, okay? Because <gasps> how good... What 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 is What does begging clothes look like to you? There are very... Very rich people out here who need to do some serious begging when it comes to bloody staying out of bankruptcy, etc. You're never too fancy to beg. I'm asking whether he puts on a different uniform to beg, and if so, what that uniform is. I mean, but but does does it matter? He's getting the he's getting it done. Well, I think it matters if people are giving him money with the, the full picture. Like there, that you you're you're saying, is he tricking people into it? That's all I'm saying. I, you mm. want to have full disclosure when you go, like you know, looking for accommodation for the night. I'm currently letting out my two properties. <laughs> I need to find a different place. Here's the case. Okay, so that's a different thing. Is he is he writing on a piece of paper or lying? Is he telling people, oh, thank you, mm. I need it for food, or do I need it for, th-? or is he simply just sitting down? Say, could I have money? With a tin in front of him. And just not saying a word, because the picture that I've got in this, you know, there's just a guy with his hands together, just, mm. you know, it's like if you if your money happens to fall into this <laughs> pot, hey, who's I, that ain't on me, dog. So I don't know, it's interesting. It's, you sound like the kid in primary school who said to me, stop hitting yourself. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to do this. If your hand gets in the way, then uh, that's on you. Anyways, look, all I'm saying is, Dad always said it. My dad always said to me, doesn't matter what you do in life. You just be the best person you can be. Well, shout out to the best beggar. And that's why we today are going to give you the best podcast in the world, guaranteed. And I'm happy to stand behind that, just like the Premier of Victoria stood behind his big declaration a couple of years ago (laughs) that Victoria will host the Commonwealth Games. Well, that unfolded. Uh, a little bit more interestingly, and it seems like they could have used the help of Barat Jane to 
raise a few extra funds. Rattle the tin! <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, let's dive into that story, shall we? This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. I hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, I used to love when we worked in radio together, hitting play on a certain song whilst you were mid-sentence uh, trying to say something. Uh, it was Skepta's Shut Down. Um, <laughs> shut Down. Shut Down. And i got to tell you, I wish podcasting licensing allowed me to play it right now because the Commonwealth Games in Victoria have been shut down. Oh, I know. It was such a shame considering I genuinely forgot that they were even on. <laughs> I'm not I'm exaggerating for a second. I had no idea. I, like when I saw the news, I was yeah. like, what are mm. they? Yeah. 2026 seems so recent compared to, like, yeah. that's the thing. Cause it's so close to Gold Coast. I was like, why? This seems unfair. Why is it back here? Um, yeah. That's true. It's like someone texts like, hey, sorry, I can't come into work today. Um, it's like, that's fine. You weren't rostered on. <laughs> yeah. You know, or even I, t- I said to Bron, like, hey, Bron, so sorry. I've got to be late. I got a flat tire on my bike. I said, I can't make it by the start of the pod. She's like, no, we're starting an hour later. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I, when did it happen? Has it been a big thing? I mean, to be fair, I am living in the sunshine state now in um, Anna's country. And honestly, it is. I mean, all anyone cares about is the big one. Yeah, you the know, Olympics. And yeah, I think that's the big boy. That's part of it. A lot of the Commonwealth, the Albanese government's attention is on the Brizzy 2032. And I think Premier of Victoria, Daniel Andrews, was citing the lack of Commonwealth moolah for it. But let's have a listen to what uh, Dan Andrews had to say. What's become clear uh, is that the cost of hosting these games in 2026 is not the $2.6 billion which was budgeted and allocated and is sitting, uh, vast, vast majority of which has not been spent. Uh, It's not $2.6 billion, it is in fact at least $6 billion uh, and could be as high as $7 billion. And I cannot stand here and say to you that I have any confidence that that even $7 billion number would appropriately and adequately fund these games. So not too good there for the budget. A little bit embarrassing to have to cancel the games. I think the Batuta Advocates headline was um, Dan Andrews says that uh, citing he's got withdrawal from cancelled events uh, during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Needs um, to get that hit, hey? Chasing the dragon, that Danny. event hit. No, look, he said, I will not take money out of hospitals and schools in order to fund an event that is three times the cost as estimated and budgeted for last year. So, no, I'm I'm here with you, Dan. I think that's fair. Yeah, it is It is a bit of a shame for... Um, the cool thing, it wasn't going to be in Melbourne because the Commonwealth Games were in Melbourne in 2006. So it wasn't going to be a Melbourne game. It was a Victorian game. So a lot of the events were actually going to be taking place outside. So, you know, good Warnable boy. I think they're having a few Warnable uh, events down there. You know, the Ballarats, the Bendigos, the Geelongs, um, these sort of places are going to hold some events. And I think some of the money is now going to be a, into housing, sporting infrastructure and tourism. Um, some of that money will be allocated to these regions regardless, but not without having to pay people to put on a major event like that. Mm, look, I'm, I'm happy to just wait for the, for the big one. 
you know, for the big Olympics, the Brizzy Olympics 2032, mate. It's so far away, though. It's like nine years away, which means there is a bit of a vacuum, Matt. There is now a space in the calendar where a big event could be put in place. But it can't cost $7 billion, obviously. Mm. Yeah, we need it to be... um, Needed to be a bit cheaper. And Matt and I actually, we had a chat and we're prepared to throw our hat in the ring for a low cost alternative to the Commonwealth Games, mm. which we're calling the Crumwealth Games. And I tell you what, Matt, it is going to be one of the world's great spectacles. Places are going to be packed out. Not stadiums or swimming pools or anything like that. More like shopping centre car parks and... Yep. Train stations, you yeah. know, that's that's well, that's what gets packed out in the Commonwealth Games. Absolutely. Um, so we we've got a couple of events here that we thought we'd let you know happening in in Matt and Alex's Commonwealth Games. The first event uh, on day one of the Commonwealth, um, the throwing dirty washing in the basket using only your feet, <laughs> um, which is a mix between basketball <laughs> archery and being disgustingly hungover. Um, mm. T-Y-D-W-I-T-B-U-O-Y-F is for those athletes who, through years of not being bothered to bend over to tidy their rooms, have honed their craft to a professional level. And so I'm looking forward to, oh, bravo. to watching that. You know, on day two of the um, of the games, there'll be the uh, ticket evading high jump, <laughs> uh, in which the ticket barriers at your selected train station will be gradually raised higher and higher. <laughs> And you, along with three friends, have to hop over them yep. wearing a backpack and your favourite Nikes. <laughs> Day three sees the Lawn Bowls, where countries gather their most degenerate baristas and doll bludgers, set up a stadium seating around a five-bedroom brick veneer sharehouse garden, and see which dude named Lockie can smoke the most bowls on the lawn until they pass out. <laughs> or the Mighty Bruce season three DVD ends, whichever comes first. <laughs> Looking forward to watching the lawn bowls. On day four will be the vacuum leg lift. Uh, that is when you are sitting on the couch drinking beers <laughs> and someone in your household is doing the vacuuming. Instead of helping them, you lift your legs. <laughs> and the person who can lift their legs for the longest while the vacuum goes underneath their feet is crowned the crummiest of them all. And the closing ceremony is just the cops coming and shutting it down. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just you're out of here, mates. Get out. You're done. Well, there's a few flashy lights. That's fine. But don't worry. They'll be kick on somewhere else. <laughs> well, Matt O'Kine, most podcasters sit around and do their show, have no idea what their listeners are doing at all. No, that's right. Whereas we like to mimic the great and now apparently not so great um, <laughs> social media craze mm. that is very quickly a free falling, as one particular <laughs> website put it. Be real, and I'm just seeing now even the clo- even the be real clones like TikTok now gone. Did you know TikTok TikTok had a TikTok be real competitor and it's called TikTok now. Which was it in the app one- or was it a different app? I think it was a di- look. I didn't even know. I'd never heard of it. And after nine months, people are just like, "It's gone." Um, yeah. I haven't, so... Apologies if you are my friend on Be Real. One of our trivia attendees, Tom, came along on the team. Said we're mates on Be Real. I'm like, ah, that's where I know your face from. But um, 
haven't done I haven't it for, haven't, you haven't for been a while. Real. <laughs> well, the problem is, if when it pops up, I'm like, I don't feel like being real today. <laughs> and then that's it. I prefer to be I'm going to be real with you. I really don't feel like doing this. <laughs> Yeah, but it is so, fun to uh, to check in and call you just to make sure you're not up to any mischief. And so that's what we did once again this week with another all day breakfast audio. Be real. Hello. Hello, Therese. It's Matt and Alex calling from All Day Breakfast. Here, your daughter Kate has asked us to give you a call to ask you one simple question: What are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm actually visiting my mother at a nursing home. Oh, how's that going? Nice. Um, it's miles a bit quiet. <laughs> She's um, watching telly and I'm doing the Sudoku. <laughs> well, nursing homes aren't usually the most hip and happening places. <laughs> You're doing the Sudoku. Is it easy, medium, hard, expert? It's actually, this one, this one's pretty easy. Yeah, I uh, almost worked it out. And what's on the telly? Um, Today Show maybe? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Today show does extra, your daughter probably. usually dob you in for things? Yeah, she does all the time. I was just talking to the bag before I got here too, and she never said a word. She never said anything. <laughs> oh wow! And does your mum have a really cute older person name? Joey. Jelly. Yeah. That's short for something. Uh, Jelhana. Jelhana. Oh my god! What a yeah. great name. Well, say hi to Jelhana for us. Say hi to Kate for us, and thank you very much for being part of our audio. Be real. Oh, definitely say hello to Kate. You can guarantee that one. <laughs> what are you going to say to her? Like, Kate's going to get quite the scolding. She will. <laughs> all right. Well, have a great day, Therese. Thanks. Hey, I'm, I'm huge fans. I'm, I, I listen to you guys all the time. Oh, that's oh, really nice Thanks, of you. Therese. No worries. <laughs> Catch you later Bye. on. Bye. Hello, Jacob. Jacob, it's Matt O'Kine from Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. You're currently part of our audio B-Reels. What are you doing? Boy, I'm cooking some smokers. Cooking some smokos. Buddy oath I am, man. I got the old sweet potato mash going on with my little secret herbs. And then uh, I've also made some uh, kangaroo mint with a bit of an Asian sauce spice. It's looking what is, good. What's smokos? Smoko. Well, you have it at 9.30. You're tradie. Oh, so you just, you're, you're pre-cooking. You're bulk <laughs> cooking the smoko for the week. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if the finer things in life sitting in the desk all day, you wouldn't be uh, you wouldn't be living the smoko life. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible, man. Um, how many it. secret herbs do you put in? Uh, not as much as KFC, but probably about um four. Can you give us a you know little sniff as to little, what you're putting in them? Little hint. Oh, you've got well. You've always got to start with the garlic, the garlic powder, and the onion powder. I think that's a oh, always yes. good base. And then from there, um, I know, just go to your own, um, your own taste buds. I reckon, just uh, trial and error. Just go loco for your smoko. <laughs> yeah. All right, love it, Jacob. Thanks, mate. All right, take care. Hello, hello, Jack. It's Matt and Alex. You're on audio. Be real. So you know how to let us know what you're doing. Um, just got back home from picking up the dog. Huh. Where was the dog? I stayed at my parents for the weekend. Why? What were you up to? I uh, just got away for a cheeky little camping weekend. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's there? Uh, my wife, Tegan. Oh, g'day, Tegan, as well. Um, Hi. Describe the surroundings that you're currently in, Jack. Oh, very overcast. Just had a sprinkle of rain. Uh, everything's wet. Was it a wet camp? No, we actually had perfect weather all weekend. You. Oh, nice. Did anything anything happen? And the last time a group of my friends went camping, one of them fell into the fire. Uh, no, nothing really happened. What I about fish with no tail? One of our friends woke up with food poisoning. 
Oh, that was a bit rough. Oh yeah. yeah. I, th- I mean, the camp toilets are rough enough without that situation. <laughs> oh, no God. hot water, worst thing ever. Oh no. Yeah, you don't want to be hitting the drop dunnies with that happening. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and you caught a fish with no tail, did you say? Yeah, no, it turns so this fish like full came out, no tail, just had a little stump. Oh my god, how unlucky is this fish? It's been bitten by a shark or something and then it's gotten caught. <laughs> yeah, not his day. All right, well, are you going to cook it up for dinner then tonight? Ah, uh, no, we chucked it back and it swam off, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I, mean, well, I could say a, you got a viral is... story if you you know people who make prosthetics for their goldfish or something. You could could have got it a new tail. This is the luckiest fish ever. It survived a <laughs> shark attack. It survived getting caught. Should buy a lotto ticket. Luckiest fish in the ocean. Yeah. Thanks, oh. Jack. <laughs> no worries, cheers, boys. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Ashley. Who's this? Oh, Ashley. It's um Matt O'Kine and Alex Dyson calling you here. Oh. It's an audio be real. Oh, okay. Um, and you've been dobbed in by your partner, Alan. So oh. let us know what you're up to right now. Um, I'm at home with a sick kid and I am checking my work phone watching her open a sandwich bag of pom-poms that I'm sure is not going to end well. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. You're going to find pom-poms for the rest of the week, if not the rest of your life, Ash. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Handfuls just go on the floor. Uh, okay. So there's pom-poms everywhere. Is there anything on TV? Are you cooking something in the kitchen? What's happening? No, no, literally just walked in the door from taking the dog for a walk. Um, probably should organise some dinner, go pick up the other kid from daycare. Can't really be bothered. Mm, um, I hear. Just leave them there overnight, Ash. Yeah. <laughs> leave them there probably overnight. Should. I mean, what they legally, there has to be two people looking after them until <laughs> a parent comes. So, I mm. mean... It yeah, should, okay. You should treat it like, I think childcare should be like a, like an inner city car park where it's like, yeah, you get a fine, <laughs> but you can just leave it there overnight. Yeah, but it costs so much. <laughs> It'll be worth it though. Even if it's a couple of hundred bucks, you know yeah. what it's like, Ash. Come seven o'clock, the kids will be running amok and you'll just think, it w- it, I should have just paid the fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally get a full night's sleep. That's yeah, it, Ash. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, guys. Fit check. Well, Matt, it's time to have a chat with one of our favourite friends who I, I'm only assuming was so moved by the Lara Bingle commercial, so where the bloody hell are ya, uh, that he, alongside two other incredible people, Adam Liao and Cal Wilson, has come up with a show, Who the Bloody Hell Are We? Mr. John Safran <laughs> joining us right now. John, how are you? I'm good, thank God. And uh, how are you, Matt and Alex? Um, John, I'm quite excited to hear talk about this show because I remember being rather old, and I mean prob- probably in my late 20s to early 30s when I found out, as a half Ghanaian, Australian, yeah, that there were 12 Africans on the first fleet. Yeah, yeah. No one ever told me that. Yeah. No one had ever mentioned that there were Africans here since the first colonisation. And so I was yeah. like, why is this not talked about? Why, why was this not mentioned at school? I was there at primary school, high school, 12 years. No one said it. Well, there was a Jewess on the first fleet. She'd stolen some fabric or something. Really? Yeah. And the story, like the the regular story, is that 
oh, Jews found it really hard for thousands of Euro years over in Europe, but then Australia was this this golden land because even though she was a convict on the first fleet, she ended up marrying the dude who ended up being the first like governor of the colony. So she was mm-hmm. essentially the first lady of the colony. And so it was like, oh, a Jew could like climb the social ladder in a way that they couldn't over in Europe, right? So that that was what was actually laid down to me as I should be telling that story with the happy ending, right? In this in this show, who the body oh, hell this are show, we? this show, which is looking at the history of my week's looking at the history of Jews in Australia, and Adam Loud is doing mm-hmm. history of Chinese people in Australia. And uh, anyway, I don't know. There was just something in me. I don't know. I had this kind of my woman's intuition was like, was it really that simple? And so I kind of dug in a bit deeper. Like I went back As to As John Safran tends do to do. Was it really that simple? <laughs> Steal a bit of fabric and become the first lady of the new colony. Yeah, I can't imagine it was that simple. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, my God, it was so good for Jews or whatever, right? So then I dug a little deeper and I found out that, like when you were a convict back then, first of all, you weren't allowed to express your religion unless it was like Anglican. And on top of that, you're dragged to church every Sunday. So it was like it was compulsory to be an Anglican back then. And anyway, so then this governor, like this, oh, she climbed the higher. It showed how good it was for Jews, right? I, I spoke to her great, 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 great granddaughter, mm-hmm. and she baptized her children, right? This. Jewish convict and to become Christian, right? Right, so she converted. And I said to her descendants, I said, would she have really have wanted that, to have, like, baptised her Jewish kids as Anglicans? And the great, 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 great daughter said, no, of course not. <laughs> so I, I discovered that, yeah, you could be a, a Jew, uh, you know, and climb mm. the social hierarchy back then, provided you were an Anglican. Provided you <laughs> yeah, pretended you were not. <laughs> and, and, and I just kept on discovering all these, like... Uh, all these inconvenience little knotty bits, which was really exciting. And, uh, God, I, I really like SBS because I kind of went back to them and just said, oh, can I just, like, not make this a happy, you know, make, make oh, really? this a real awkward story. And they were like, oh, yeah, definitely. They were, like, full on. They were so into it. Oh, uh, Because I guess, like, these shows, like, and even when it's an individual looking at their own personal history, you're looking at a more of a, a cultural group's history, you do sort of feel good about it. It's like, oh, my goodness, how about that? I didn't know these sort of things. But you're saying that SBS and yourself were very keen to to get a bit darker on it. <laughs> and, and so many, like, odd things. I, I guess the, the, the kind of one of the themes running through my episode is, Jews, are they white or not white? Mm. Mm-hmm. What What did you discover about that? Well, um, I mean, the, the first naughty bit is, you know, over 200 years, like what white means has changed. And in like a huge way, if, if it was as simple as Jews were white, then Hitler would have been like, yo, my white brothers, the Jews. <laughs> but, but, but he wasn't like that at all. So clearly... <laughs> Race was just perceived as something other than skin colour back then. So, so it was obviously just the the way things are on Twitter in 2023 <laughs> aren't necessarily like the perceptions as what they were like back on the first fleet. <laughs> Indeed. Well, John, we look forward to seeing it. You can check it out tonight, 7.30 on SBS or on SBS On Demand as well. Who the bloody hell are we? We look forward to your episode, John, as well as Cal Wilson and Adam Liao too. 
Um, we'll let you go. But before we do, I guess we worked together for a long time in radio. This is our first catch up since the, the passing of Father Bob. I saw you oh, speak yes. at the funeral. It was such a lovely sentiment that you did. How are you feeling, you know, not too long after um, the great man did um, go and join join the heavens? I definitely missed in, in all sorts of ways. Even, like, for instance, like last week I found this outrageous American preacher, like on a TikTok channel where and he's just being totally ridiculous over the top. He's screaming and shouting. He's He's got bouncers at his church and he's throwing this guy out for trying to come up to the front and do a prayer. And I just thought, man, if Bob was still, I'd definitely be trolling him about this. You know, I'd be <laughs> I'd be sending him this and going, oh, you know, Bob, your brother here. And I, you know, he, yeah, totally missed. So mm. it's, it's, it's really, and there's only one Bob. There's mm. not like, oh, okay, well, he passed away, but there's some other kind of bob that can kind of fit in it's not like the brady bunch or whatever you know when they occasionally yeah. or i dream a genie where they change like a <laughs> cast member and it still works yeah <laughs> it, do, it does not work there was mm. only one bob mm, that's it thanks for sharing your memories and uh thank you very much for telling us about who the bloody hell are we as well we really appreciate it thank you very much and thank you for listening to all day breakfast today we really appreciate you hanging out with us once again good news is we've got a sweet little episode for you tomorrow as well yeah back here same time same place we'll catch you then Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.